Welcome back to DGTV. I don't know why I just opened up with welcome back. Like this is a regular installment of a show. But today I'm going to be telling my COVID story. This is actually, I think, my third time taking this because my phone and the storage on my phone has been all sorts of whack recently. So I tried to get a guest on this podcast and... Basically, the person I asked said that this podcast didn't generate enough money for us to be able to pay him to come on. I ordered that really poorly. But basically, we're a dying industry. This podcast industry is not for everybody. We would really appreciate it over here at DG Corporation. If you could share this to a friend, maybe drop a donation so we can get some guest speakers on here. But today, I'm going to tell them my COVID story. I got a couple interview questions. I'm going to be conducting the interview since we couldn't afford a guest speaker. Um, So I'm going to talk about the pandemic. And honestly, my pandemic reaction was probably the same as yours at home. We probably had a very similar reaction. We probably, or I thought that this entire thing was just overblown and that the media was putting out some sort of propaganda. Maybe not necessarily propaganda. They were putting out this, that they had a, some sort of hidden agenda that they were pushing, and they wanted us to stay inside for no reason. I thought I thought it was ridiculous. Like, with the amount of cases that there were in the first place, I didn't see why we needed to be locked inside of our houses. And then it started to spread and spread, and um, I, I more began to realize, like, hey, this is actually, like, pretty serious, like... We have no idea how things can turn out from here. So we should do our best to to, to chip in and um, do what the government says, listen to the news, follow the CDC's guidelines. So my reaction was the same as yours, probably. I wouldn't say I was scared, though, like throughout this entire thing. I wouldn't say I was scared. I was super optimistic. I remember back then I was like, oh, yeah, a month tops and we'll be back in business. Um, like 2020 for me, man, that those first two and a half months was, it was going great. It was like probably the, it's like 70 of the best days of my life there. Um, and then it all happened so fast. Like I remember it was February 29th. I was at Sonic with two of my best friends. We were watching the Michigan State versus Maryland game. And we, we heard a little bit about covid uh, from, from one of our other friends that day. And I was basically like, yeah, like, yeah, and right. Like, like this is going to be a huge deal. And then it was crazy just to see literally two weeks later, college basketball was done. March Madness was gone. That's the same thing. Oh, the NBA was gone. It was really nuts to see how fast everything happened. And I, I was shook. Like, I didn't really have a ton of thoughts on that. I was just optimistic that things would turn around quickly. And it didn't. Uh, there's nothing I could do about that. I wouldn't. If you gave me 100 chances at predicting how 2020 would go, I wouldn't have guessed that this would have happened. I think you're probably the same way at home. Um, All right, second question I got. Favorite quarantine highlight? surprisingly this is gonna sound really weird i think what i remember the best was this madden league that me and a couple of my friends had um 
I was trying to ask around to jog my memory because because something really memorable happened. I think it was at like one thirty in the morning on like a Saturday night. I don't know why we were like why everybody stayed up so late over quarantine. But I think there was like a trade happened or like somebody's game got simulated by mistake. And one of our friends in the group chat just goes off on our commissioner. And he's like saying all sorts of cuss words. And he's like attacking like him and his family members. You know how like, you know how like some teenage boys get over stuff like Madden or fantasy football. We get pretty aggressive. And it was just one of those times where that happened. And I remember looking down at my phone. And I was like, what the hell is he, like, I was like, what's he talking about? I'm so confused. And it was honestly, I was laughing about that, about what happened for probably 45 minutes straight. I don't remember it too well, but I remember he like, he tried to like leave the league entirely. And then we all had to like talk him into coming back. It was, it was priceless. Like if there was an NFT of that, I would, I would pay a good amount of money. Um, so what got me through quarantine? I would say what got me through it was just optimism. Like, I was really looking forward to senior year. Junior year was kind of a wash, not even because of the pandemic. It was, there was just so much inconsistency and change. Like, I went through a couple different stages in my life in junior year, and I don't even remember most of them. Like, sophomore year, freshman year, like, I used to be able to break that down for you like day by day like step by step like what I did every day junior year there's months that I just don't remember and that can either be because one the year was really dry which I do remember being dry but more realistically because of this pandemic I used to have a really sharp memory like I used to be able to remember what outfit I wore on a certain day three months prior now it's like I barely remember if I had lunch on a certain day or, like, I can't even remember, like, if I did homework or if I said hi to my mom yet on a certain day. Like, that's kind of just how, just kind of the motion that the past years brought upon me. Um, So I'd say optimism got me through quarantine and just realizing that every day we're, we were one day closer to seeing the light again. And to being back outside and making memories with everybody else. Alright, what could I have done better? That's a very tough question. When it was sent to me, I was like, damn. I don't know how I'm going to answer that. Well, I think to answer that question, I have to think about what went wrong. And honestly, a lot went wrong. Like, I was doing a great job taking care of myself um, over the last year and a half. Let's, say, let's just say two years. Over the last two years, like I did a great job of like self-advocating like, whenever like I had a problem or taking care of myself, or being motivated, staying focused. And I would say around maybe the end of September, I just kind of lost it. I don't know what happened to me, but it seems like all the amazing progress that I made over the past two years just went down the, um, just went down the drain in the blink of an eye. Like, I remember I woke up one day and I just felt, I just felt so different and I didn't feel like I had the same pizzazz that I used to and I have the same motivation and it got really terrible for me at the, I think it was, I think it was the week of Halloween. 
So October, let's just say like October like 27th. I think that was a Tuesday. It got really bad. So from then until like the end of February, I was just purely miserable. Straight up, I'm going to keep it a 100%. I was totally miserable. Like getting up in the morning was a struggle. Turning on my computer was a struggle. I just, I felt so defeated and that I felt like I couldn't even really take care of myself because the weather got really bad and COVID got really bad. I felt really helpless out there. And then as the weather started to get nicer again, like I started to kind of find myself. But my biggest regret in in those four months was just not putting in more effort towards myself and towards my happiness. And I didn't feel like I was really striving for anything, right? Like I, my, my thing I used to say all the time was strive for greatness. Yes, it's LeBron's slogan. That's where I got it from. But strive for greatness is like what I used to write on papers to motivate myself. And it was my old computer background, I don't know, three years ago. And I feel like I didn't really, I didn't take my own advice for a while there. And I really struggled. So that's on me. You can give me all the excuses you want. But at a certain point, what happened, some of what happened was on me. There's some stuff I honestly don't want to go into. So I won't. But there were a few situations where I feel like I definitely could have been better towards those around me. And I also feel like at the same time, they could have been better towards me. So, blame on both sides, blame on me, and a little bit of blame on society, too. But it is what it is. Um, Did I imagine me being in my current position? Not at all. Like, straight up, not at all. Uh, Going back, um, what, nine, how long ago was August? So, nine months ago, I think to the day, we started school. And I remember I had these lofty goals. Lofty goals is always what like ends up kicking me in the ass. Part of my French. But I, I set goals that are either way too big or way too small. I don't have the goals sweet spot like a lot of people do. And that's what's held me back from academic success, social success, everything. Um, So I'd say definitely my goal for the next year. Haha, <laughs> goals. I see what I did there. That's hilarious. I'd say my top priority is just to find goals that I can knock out and will be reasonable and that I can get done consistently. So no, I wouldn't have imagined myself in this situation, but you know, in my imagination, I'm hardly ever right. So that's that. But um, this year really showed me that I'm a tough person. Like, people have always told me, like, I'm a tough kid, and I've always been tough. Like, physically and mentally, emotionally. They've always told me, like, you're a really tough kid, you're really resilient. I didn't really know if that was true until this year. Like, I think I can honestly push through anything. Um, You can put me in a terrible situation. I think that I'll come out alive, and then I'll come out stronger, more powerful. That sounds a little strange, and if people heard that last sentence out of context, they might be thrown off, 
but I think I can survive just about anything, which sounds a little arrogant, but I'm being dead serious. Some of the battles that I've fought and I've come out the champion in are pretty impressive to me. So I'm just I'm just glad to see that I'm here and that I'm enjoying life and that um I'm a lot tougher than I used to be. So I gotta give credit where credit's due. Don't mean to toot my own horn too much, but um that's that. I think that just about wraps it up here. This was a nice podcast. Well, the take three of this podcast, that is. Um, the first two, you'll never hear them, obviously, because they're gone forever. But I, I went into more detail about, like, this year and what went wrong. This was more just like a sort of a ramble Q&A. I don't know. M- maybe I'll do YouTube vlogs or something the next year. Maybe. I mean, that might be fun. But yeah, uh, Mr. Hurtig, it's been a pleasure being in your class, sir. I really appreciated it. I enjoyed myself. Some of the writings were a little bit tough. Um, But, I mean, hey, that's that. I don't make the rules. You obviously know what you're doing. Like, you clearly have... We're such a low-budget podcast that that last part cut off, but... um, I really appreciated this class. I think in person, I would have done a lot better. But, I mean, there's nothing I can do now about that. Um, If you enjoy this episode of DGTV... And you want to hear future episodes. Um, spread this podcast on to other you know, fellow listeners out there that might be interested. Um, maybe we'll get some guests on years from now. Once you know we're the number one podcast in the world. And we can afford to get somebody on here. I tried even to get my brother on here. But he's like, no, I don't want to go on a podcast that brings in no money. But um, that's all I got. As I always say, keep your stick on the ice and uh, stay out of trouble. I'm out. Peace.